I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. This week, we're taking a pretty big departure from what we normally do with both a more recent film from 2010 and an Indian film, our first venture into Bollywood yeah. with Intheran, uh, which is directed by Shankar and uh, was released in 2010. Before we even get into the movie, we got to talk a good bit about Bollywood because your enjoyment of the movie i think will change a lot based on your expectations because mm. it's it's different yeah um, absolutely and, and i don't know what like i'm not sure if it's the best entry really into <laughs> into bollywood cinema and we've we've run into plenty of times in hong kong cinema where there are certain cultural expectations or there's some kind of context that you really would need to have to kind of understand certain moments um that's very true with with this movie and theron so um yeah we probably should give give some kind of overview and carlos uh you did a really nice research and kind of a nice mm-hmm. bird's eye view history of mm-hmm. of bollywood i think that'll i think that would go a long way in like providing some context yeah cool so um i mean really quick before that um I guess I know a bit, Marty, like what your history is, but uh, Matthew, sure. I don't know what your history is. And for for me personally, um, I've never seen a Bollywood film, but no, I've seen either. it, uh, you know, like in pop culture. It's usually mm-hmm. kind of a joke uh, when you see yeah. like kind of like this song and dance kind of pop out. Um, I do remember um, uh, that uh, my wife... Uh, there was a channel on her TV like years and years ago that um, it was like kind of one of the off channels that would show those. And sometimes we would flip over just to see what it would be. And it was mostly like, ha, mostly ha, videos, like this is so right? weird. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it was something like that. Yeah. And then um, another thing is um, we would drive down to Chicago and we uh, just by chance uh, came across a radio station that played Indian music and actually we we really got into that we really liked Mm -hmm. hearing you know different culture and you know what's popular uh, somewhere else and uh, we liked it so much that actually we ended up tracking it down digitally to listen to um, you know when we were here in town so um, but that is so cool yeah to to actually go you know or, or to seek out a Bollywood film that this is the first time that I've ever done it and I mean, honestly, like at first it was like, oh man, this is, this is so weird. This is so funny. But, uh, I, we quickly fell in love with this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so There's, great. It's, it's like one of these things that it's, it's got a little bit of everything and it's, it's, it's almost like, I mean, I don't know what it's like culturally to go to a movie in India, but it almost seems like it's an event based on what <laughs> I've seen in this movie. Yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the stereotype. Um, yeah, you know, it's... really really enthusiastic audiences, or you go to the theater kind of expecting to have a really good time, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, almost so it's, it's yeah, almost, almost it's almost like a it's almost like a variety show in yeah. a weird kind of way. That's Especially a really this good movie, description. Because yeah. this movie has you know it has the overall plot is about a robot, so it's kind of you know sci fi. 
But then there's also, you know, a love story and a love triangle. And then there's like five music videos just kind of injected into the movie. Some of which have to do with the plot and some of which do not <laughs> in that's, pretty much any way. That's a good description because uh, often you'll hear the term uh, Bollywood musical and plenty of Bollywood films, actually a lot of Bollywood oh, films seems like. have some kind of, uh, you know, component of uh, original songs. And I think at one point in time, that would have maybe been an accurate description. Musical uh, would have maybe had something more more akin to like an MGM musical uh, or something like that. But in kind of the post MTV era, um, excerpting these song numbers uh, definitely had its own value. Like those television stations you're talking about, Carlos, like it's really, it's really a popular thing. I have stations that are just playing a heavy rotation Mm. of just the song moments. So uh, over time, there was a trend for those to kind of move towards more standalone, excerptable, almost music video-like pieces. And in the case Mm. of Indiran, and this happens sometimes, uh, a few of those music videos were shot kind of prior to some of the other parts of the production. So it's almost like, you know, you have uh, these mile markers and you kind of need to navigate your story into them. And there might be a couple mm-hmm. of songs that <laughs> where it, maybe it's a little bit much of an ask, but also the audience is so expecting these original songs. Um, I doubt there would be, there, there would be much of a problem with there being like a narrative stretch or anything or anything like that. But um, yeah, some really, some really cool um videos or songs however you want to describe them and in Endiran and I'm sure we'll we'll get into that and some mm-hmm. of the unique locations that they uh they shot those sequences they go to yeah yeah like you said I did a little bit of homework just for the sake of our viewers and for the sake of myself um just <laughs> kind of to I guess like a little crash course on Bollywood so yeah the information that I got okay so Um, Some people say that Indian cinema was really born on a specific date, and the date that I dug up was July 7th, 1896, which is a long time ago. (laughs) To say that's not too long after normal cinema was was born in general. It definitely has roots in that because... uh, the Lumiere brothers, which were like one of the first like films. One of the pioneers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, had a set of short films that they were taking on tour throughout the world. And one of the stops that they uh, had on their tour was in then Bombay. And uh, they showed, those are those are the brothers. They made that film. Uh, you might have heard that it's called The Arrival of a Train. That's that yeah. kind of, uh, you know, story about people in the theater like being, freaking out, yeah, freaking cause out because the they thought a train was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, once they did that, that kind of created like a sensation in India, and uh, a lot of people were inspired by that. One of the first films was by a man named H. S. Bhattavdekar, and it's called The Wrestlers. You can actually look it up on YouTube. It's only like a minute long, and mm-hmm. for it being so short, it it actually has some fun little like kind of practical like freeze frame yeah. effects and stuff yeah it's, it's yeah, pretty cool. it does i i um carlos posted in our little group chat and yeah it's it's interesting because it's you know it, i mean obviously you know it's it's kind of silly watching it now but i'm at like it really does have like almost honestly almost stuff that we kind of see in this movie where it's sure. like people turning into you know it turns very clearly turns to a dummy and the guy swings them all around and then he pops back into being a person but you know that's 
it's camera tricks that people still use today just right. you know in a more sophisticated way and it's and- definitely stuff that we would see in hong kong cinema you know like mm-hmm. uh fists of fury like bruce lee swinging the dudes around you know or some <laughs> something like that it's like totally the same thing so another man that was inspired by them that would go on to be very pivotal to indian cinema is a man named hiralal sen and uh he made like a short film based on uh, traveling show that he saw and then uh, it was called the flower of Persia so it was basically like kind of like a compilation of scenes that he witnessed from the play but then he would go on to make like the one of the first film companies in India called the Royal Bioscope Company and that was in 1898 so this is still just you know a handful of years after the Lumieres showed up in India then a big thing about uh, India, you know, the, and their culture is their dance and stuff like that. So it was very mm-hmm. quickly absorbed into film. So uh, there was a thing that I looked up that I thought was really interesting and in that there's three principles of traditional Indian dance. And forgive me if I'm getting some of these details wrong. This is like, no, this kind is of, great. Yeah. It, one of them is called Natya and it's drama. The next one is called Nritya is pantomime, the, like the art of, you know, acting basically and uh the last one is called nirita and that's pure dance so these are three like kind of pillars of traditional indian dance that would be Mm -hmm. incorporated into uh the filmmaking so bollywood and all of this stuff like really like it it just brought the important things from indian culture and put it into a popular sense so it's pretty cool, like seeing that. And it's crazy that you still like in Indiran. We totally see that in all of the big musical numbers, yeah. like the people, you know, doing the dance, just you know, straight up doing dance, but also you know, in some of the songs, progressing plot through the music. And I don't know, it, it's just really cool seeing that still. Yeah, yeah. And that there's still that strong storytelling component in mm-hmm. in the dance, yeah. which is and that there's such a strong cultural sense in the film you know like even though the cultural like that's not the driving point of the movie like every scene has a real like strong cultural touchstone and i thought that was really cool so that's 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 really indicative of most bollywood movies i would say which there's a very strong cultural foundation and um moral viewpoint as well and mm. you do see that in indiran it's on one hand, it seems like the movie is trying to appeal to kind of a tech-savvy modern audience, but it's also um, very clear on its kind of traditional Indian values. And, you know, when the robot goes to his maker's parents' home, uh, you know, he's to receive the blessing from the elders. And, and yeah, just just all throughout the film, just the moral judgments are, are pretty clear. And I don't know, that that's actually one thing that I really love about Bollywood cinema. Maybe from a Western perspective, it's sometimes kind of refreshing just having that sort of foundation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So moving into like the 1930s, that's when like music became a really important part in film itself. So naturally then song and dance and music now. So we've got all of these in the mix and that would e- even go further after World War II uh, an Indian film kind of genre called masala film, which is like masala, like the food, like where spices like, are all mixed together. Like tiki right. masala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, basically what Endiran really is, like a blend of all these genres. So you got action and comedy and romance and, you know, sci-fi, like you said. So, mm. yeah, I thought that was a really yeah. cool thing too. So, and yeah, I mean, totally. now these days... 
you know, Bollywood is such a huge film share in the world. So like, yeah, like Bollywood makes more than Hollywood does just by pure numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. A, and and, and production also, too, right? And yeah. they're also um, making increasing efforts to kind of break into the Chinese market. There have been mm. a couple films, even in the last year and a half, that are starting to make a a little bit of a dent. And something we'll see in Endiron is there's there's actually a fair amount of collaboration with Hong Kong artists, Hong Kong special effects crew, and a little bit, we can get into it, but a little bit mm -hmm. of almost Hong Kong choreography yeah. influence. Not not super overt in this uh, in mm -hmm. this movie, but yeah, it's really, it, yeah, it's really interesting. Just kind of reflecting, I guess, on the history of Bollywood, like you're saying, Carlos, but also thinking of the potential future because, you know, India is just such a populous country, um, it's it's a it's a great market there, but it'll be really exciting to see, maybe just kind of how far the cinema can can travel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so that's yeah, just a little bit of the information that I pulled together for a podcast. So hopefully that kind of gives you a uh, a foundation <laughs> to lead into this movie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before it and, gets and also, blown out of the water. Yeah. For real. <laughs> right. And also just. Uh, just to let everyone know, um, Bollywood obviously is a, you know, Hollywood mixed with Bombay, which is where it started. Mm -hmm. And of right. course, Bombay is not called that anymore. It's what Mumbai, right? Right. Yes. We call it Mumbai. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, but yeah, I doubt that, I doubt Bombay, that term so. Bollywood will ever, will ever it go will away. Ever, yeah, yeah. Can't really shake that. And then, uh, interesting to note with, with this movie is, uh, it's actually, it's actually a Tamil movie, um, rather than a Hindi language film yeah. and there's a sort of a different tradition a slightly kind of different reputation for tamil cinema throughout the years there's a period of time where uh certain tamil movies were seen as being maybe more edgy than some of the mainstream uh, oh. hindi language films mm -hmm. but by this time in kind of the uh, late 2000s you know really just several years ago you have you know a lot of films that it's I mean, they're all coming out in multiple languages anyways, depending on the region. And uh, similar to Hong Kong movies that we know, there's no pure version of the film. Like there's there's ADR kind of for every every version of the movie that you would uh, yeah. that you would see. So um, there's, yeah, some sync sound and some not. But mm. uh, so, yeah, not just the language, but then there actually are, were two versions of the soundtrack that came out, one in Tamil and one in Hindi. Actually, there might have been a Telugu uh, soundtrack as well. Um, and speaking of soundtrack, a little bit of background just mm -hmm. on this specific movie. So earlier I said it might not be the best entry into Bollywood cinema, <laughs> but it does uh, feature really some of the leading lights. Um, and certainly on the music front, there's no larger name uh, in Indian music than A.R. Rahman, uh, who is actually an Academy Award-winning composer, kind of broke yeah. through in the West, uh, working with Danny Boyle on Slumdog Millionaire. And then he actually uh, scored Danny Boyle's uh, next movie, 28 Days... Uh, sorry, what's the title of that? Yeah, that the one where James Franco's stuck in the... Uh, oh, 127 Hours. Not, yeah, 127 Hours. And he's actually done a couple other Hollywood projects uh, and occasionally sings on, on his songs. And he does sing a few times here. It was a really delightful kind of... Odd, Robotic kind of <laughs> auto tune. Yeah, you can you can feel the 2010 in a lot <laughs> right. of songs in uh, this movie. Uh, another tradition in Bollywood cinema is almost never do the 
are the actors uh, singing their own material. I noticed there's, that. There's a group of mm-hmm. musicians called uh, playback singers, and these folks are legendary. They sing hundreds of songs a year um, in their career. It's really... Uh, singing on thousands of movies they supposedly you know we talk about uh, maybe hollywood musicians or london musicians in the orchestra having these amazing like sight reading abilities it's some it's sort of something like that and yeah some Mm. of these some of these folks have been singing for for decades and decades and then every so often we have some like newer playback singers that kind of that kind of enter into the phrase sometimes a playback singer will also be a star but it's pretty it's pretty rare so that's another interesting thing if you're listening to different versions of the soundtrack uh, sometimes you're hearing different singers as well and uh, yeah like Matthew said really the song breaks in this movie are really like cut to music video a yeah. or music video oh, yeah. B. another thing as far as transitions go western audiences might have a hard time with particularly some contemporary Bollywood movies because they might have this kind of this conflict of feelings of on the one hand the movie is so long yeah yeah this movie is just under just three around hours. three hours is is pretty common <laughs> but you'll also feel like certain scenes are almost cut is like am I watching like a cut for a television video and mm-hmm. I think some of that has to do with the I think production pipelines are a little bit different uh, I think there are some productions where score for instance happens kind of earlier than it does in like a hollywood picture so as scenes get cut you guys might have noticed this where all of a sudden it feels like abruptly the music just completely went away and this it was really like someone just like skipped ahead <laughs> a couple of minutes so that that is that's no, particularly there's, more there's a lot contemporary of, movies a lot like of scenes come. where if you like stop paying attention for like a minute and you look right. up and you're like wait wait what mm-hmm. <laughs> How do, how do we get to Machu Picchu? <laughs> yeah. I was right. telling my wife and some of my friends, too, that this movie, literally, you can, like, leave the movie and come back maybe, like, 15 minutes later, and it, it's like you're watching a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was telling yeah, you totally. guys this story that um, my wife and I saw this when uh, it actually came out in some theaters near us, and it was playing in two different uh, screening rooms in this one theater, and we had assumed it was just kind of staggered. Uh, times just to kind of have more audience and what we didn't look at the fine print is the screening that we were seeing was in uh, Telugu not in Tamil and uh, for whatever reason that version of the film wasn't subtitled Uh, (laughs) and neither neither of us you know speak the language or anything or that particular you know language and so we went to the movie a little bit confused and there's a moment uh they there's an intermission in the theatrical version which oh thank god i was gonna ask you that version (laughs) no there um the version i watched did have a part where it just said intermission okay the one okay the one that you can rent i think has that cut out but anyway so my wife had stepped out for the intermission when she came back the main character uh chiti was talking to this mosquito who was talking back to him she was was asking me (laughs) like about that scene uh she's like what did I miss? And I had to say, you didn't miss anything. This is literally <laughs> just happening now, and I have no happened. idea why. Um, but oh, the things that we that. we were able to understand a fair amount, because another common feature of yeah. contemporary Bollywood movies, a lot of English language intermix. And some of that is mm-hmm. is common in Indian culture. Some of it has, it's kind of similar to what we've seen in some Hong Kong movies. There's almost a little bit of cachet at mm. times. And English kind of code signals some of that. Mm. I don't know whether 
a lot of it really works in this movie, particularly mm-hmm. when it comes to Chiti, the robot who's having to give all these technical specifications in English. And- My dear Robo, welcome to this world. Hello, I am Robo. Speed one terahertz, memory one zettabyte. It's maybe it's kind of a hard sell that you've programmed this robot to speak all these languages, and he's like one zettabyte memory. Yeah, one zettabyte memory. (laughs) um, But it's also it also I think adds to the charm. I think if you're game Mm -hmm. if you're game for watching this movie, and also I love that he calls himself "I am robot." I am robot. I am robot. Very cool. Very cool. I am robot. And uh, if you are seeing a subtitled version of the movie, for whatever reason, the um, the quality of this particular uh, official subtitle isn't isn't that great, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, We've I definitely. I, seen I wouldn't worse. say that's typical. Yeah, we yeah. have seen worse for sure. <laughs> I think our yes, worse. madam sub yeah. was not. Yeah, that yes, great. madam's pretty bad. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, another. No oh. one yells. I'm. At any point. <laughs> I'm. There's another uh, little Hong Kong connection, which is uh, there's. A lot of visual effects in the movie, CG in particular, <laughs> yeah. and so they employed a lot of different visual effects houses, some in India, actually, and there were a couple in Hong Kong, uh, one in particular called uh, Kino Motive, uh, led by Frankie Chung, and he was responsible for a lot of the material in Kung Fu Hustle, and oh, so cool. supposedly, because there's some uh, mis information online about Yun Wu Ping being involved in this production. He actually has worked with Shankar on a subsequent film, but apparently mm. uh, Yun Wu Ping's team did work a little bit with Frankie Chung on some of the visual effects, just because I think there was a pretty well-established working relationship on some of mm. the like CG fight stuff. And you can see kind of a similar visual flair in the, there's a train, a train fight that we'll get to for sure. And I'm, I'm guessing that's kind of the, the sequence that they were all sort of working in. So a little bit of uh, Hong Kong uh, cross-pollination, which is, yeah. yeah, really cool. And also another another major studio that helped with it is Legacy Effects, which is an American like practical effects company. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing with this movie. It really goes wildly back and forth between some really bad CGI mm-hmm. to some pretty good CGI and <laughs> right. some really good practical effects. Right. And some like good, some good uh, face replacement, I would say, is usually pretty pretty good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the all the different chitties all together really does look pretty good. Like it doesn't look like a bunch of, you know, cartoon guys running around. <laughs> right, right. right. And, and chitties like skeletal design is is pretty cool and yeah you mentioned legacy effects and uh, i know that they did work on pacific rim doing the suits mm. for the pilots and oh, you can cool. see a visual similar yeah, a little bit style to, oh, to the especially the, the and, evil robots like yeah that kind of look so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of cool too but yeah the quality of the effects can vary greatly depending on what's going on <laughs> yeah but oh, i yeah. also I kind of like cheesy, like stupid looking stuff yeah. like that too. So yeah. the I was, thing is, they I, go I for it. In. So it's like yeah. I actually think if you really dig in com- and commit, and we almost don't ever see commitment to this degree. Right. Um, <laughs> I think you can sell. Uh, you can sell some maybe yeah. uh, flimsier C- CG. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were saying before that this might not be the best Bollywood movie to jump into. But I think for me, it was good because I completely remember seeing clips from this movie back in college. Oh, great. Like not too long after it came out. And like, I, I remember seeing it and, you know, of course I was like, you know, oh, India so crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was always <laughs> like, this is like, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. 
because it was that whole you know the final fight scene where there's the you know the hundred different chitties all like forming into different things right i was like what's what is going on well, yeah there's also I, that I, famous I, shot with the mag he has like a magnetic pole on all these machine yeah. guns yeah and then he has oh, this yeah. giant array and he's like happy diwali folks and then he like kills everyone <laughs> on this bridge yeah that's a pretty mm-hmm. good one. Yeah, that was great. Oh, man. It was definitely crazy enough to see like it being like memed online that I mm-hmm. actually was like curious to see the movie. Like I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? I kinda wanna see it, but I never actually yeah. oh, cool. followed through until right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this is a good time for us to jump into the movie. I don't even know how we would if we would even do a back of the VHS because I feel like that. Yeah, when, Dude, I, oh, I, I, I also wanted get... to look up the video format because I don't know if they had VHS in any. Let me. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, let's see video. <laughs> I was just gonna write you a song, Matthew, and you're just gonna sing. Uh, it. I just got to sing a five minute long song. Yep. <laughs> put the video online. Well, here's it's a little anachronistic in the other direction, but uh, let's look, take a look at the back of the VHS. When it comes to love, they always say your worst enemy is yourself. But what if the face looking back at you had circuits in a heartbeat? Superstar Rajni is Vasi, a genius scientist who creates Chitty, the world's first humanoid robot. Chitty has a lot to learn about humanity, and once he learns about love, things get complicated for Vasi and his wife-to-be son, played by Aishwarya Ray. Shankar presents the latest mega blockbuster to hit the silver screen, Intheron! So, like we said before, this movie is almost three hours long, so going beat for beat would take forever. So, since we want to keep this, you know, about the normal hour, hour and a half that we normally do, uh, we're just going to kind of jump around throughout the movie to all the different, you know, interesting bits and, and everything. But I do want to start at the beginning, because, yeah. yeah. b- like, before the credits even roll, we, of course, get all of the different, you know, studios that worked on it. But the main character, Vasi, and also Chitty, the robot, yeah. are both played by Rajinkanth, who is a, a pretty big Indian actor. And Rajinkanth gets his own little title card, like like all the production companies do, yeah. which I thought was kind of nuts. Because when I first yeah. saw it, I was like, oh, that must be like, you know, some kind of you know, effect studio or something. But then looking in the movie, like, oh, no, that's just the actor. He just gets right. his It's like, like Rajni Raj, Star or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Superstar Super Rajni. Superstar Rajni, yeah. Oh, that's, and that's what right. he's, like, known as. Like, his, yeah. like, title is Superstar. And, yeah, he gets a logo on par with the main title of the film. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and this is, uh, I think there's potential for a little bit of... Uh, culture shock or misunderstanding when it comes to even just the casting of uh, Rajin Kant. Um, Cause I <laughs> yeah. think from like a Western perspective, it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, is, is he classically handsome? Is he debonair? Is he, uh, is he a great yeah, kind of physical kind of a... actor? And so like, I think you might just need a footnote that it's like, Oh no, he's uh, a bit of an institution very well yeah. regarded and beloved uh, seen as having a lot of charm on screen and everything like that. But it's, yeah, I think these are these, are some of these casting choices, particularly I will say for male actors, um, which in a lot of Bollywood films uh, will maybe skew a little bit 
older in some cases than you might mm-hmm. expect but a lot of there's there's a lot of reverence for kind of the living uh some of the living legends here but he is he is cast uh opposite an actress that i think most of our listeners will probably be familiar with at least just upon seeing her and that's Aishwarya Rai mm-hmm. she's probably one of the most well-known Indian actors outside of India um, she was once Miss World kind of you know we talked about the pageants being kind of a feeder yeah, program a of... in Hong Kong um, yeah yeah that can be true in uh, India as well and she did make uh, a couple of crossover uh, films in Hollywood and I think she was if I remember correctly, on some ad campaigns and mm. uh, and that sort of a thing, so uh, she might be a familiar face to to viewers at home. Yeah, um, she's she's beautiful. He's just saying she's also beautiful, yeah. so that helps. Yeah, and yeah, she's very the, signature. The her blue is her, eyes, her yeah. yeah, her eyes because she always has like this really dark eyeliner and these really like piercing blue eyes. And yeah, there's actually quite a few uh, lyrics. And she's in also the music like thirty years younger than yeah. than Rajini. So <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, she's definitely a legend. So I mean, this movie was was poised to be a, a pretty big hit. You know, uh, Shankar is a pretty famous director already at this point Rajini Kant famous you know Aishwarya famous music or new music by A.R. Rahman um, big special effects movie and mm-hmm. they kind of promoted that they were using a lot of uh, Indian effects companies which these days is a lot more common I mean go to any Marvel movie and you'll see several uh, Indian uh, CG studios listed mm-hmm. among all the others, but it was a little bit more, little bit more of a of a recent thing at that point. But and actually, uh, she's credited in this film as uh, Aishwarya Rai uh, uh, Bachchan, and that's her. She actually married into a very famous uh, Indian family. So uh, her husband is uh, Abhishek Bachchan, and uh, his father is actually one of probably the biggest kind of uh, Indian legends, um, uh, Amitabh Bachchan. So it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're for sure uh, um, an Indian power couple. Uh, mm-hmm. Been compared to like a well, I, I guess this wouldn't work anymore, but like a Brangelina of their uh, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> of their day. Gotcha. So yeah, and actually, Rajni, I read that after like 2007, he was like the second highest paid actor in Asia, right behind Jackie Chan. There he goes. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. The movie. I mean, it just it, the whole movie kicks off with the we see uh, Rajni's character Vasi and these two other guys building the robot, and half of this movie is montages to teach the robot things. <laughs> and <laughs> I think you're that right. That starts yeah. that starts from the very beginning where they're you know first just trying to get him to walk and then get like literally cook up hard drives that say like languages and martial arts and stuff like that (laughs) um and and we get to see a crappy cgi robot like dancing around and stuff his arms Um, are so long it looks really weird (laughs) yeah because that's the thing it wouldn't look that weird but it just feels like the like the perspectives off like yeah that like i don't know it's one of the things i feel like a different you know, like I feel like even this same studio, like a year or two later, probably would have gotten it down enough to sure, sure. make it look a little bit better. But I, I do think that when it comes to special effects, even in Hollywood, like compositing, like making everything look seamless isn't something that is done 
like to the highest level like a lot of like we mentioned the marvel movies like you Mm -hmm. can see a lot of scenes in marvel movies where it's like yeah the compositing here isn't the best yeah and uh yeah those movies skew to like robert downey jr's face is like the only real element like in this giant planetary thing Mm -hmm. sure sure and but yeah so like you've got kind of this practical skeleton sitting down and then yeah they're trying to teach him how to walk and and then mm-hmm. once he starts to walk uh you can quickly see that it switches to like a cg like differently lit mm-hmm. uh model but yeah it's so funny because okay he walks and then now he does a fancy walk where he like does yeah. like a stylish pose and <laughs> then he's like posing of course and he's dancing all around dancing and- <laughs> It's then so he starts good. fighting, and they even say like he's fighting like Bruce Lee or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And we get some wire work too, where um, yeah, some Chitty, like kicks of the well, assistants. Yeah. The yeah. robot like will like kick, and the guys will launch into the air, and it looks kind of clumsy, but yeah, you you can tell they're using wires for all of yeah, that. Yeah. The poor lab assistants. It, <laughs> it's tough to say this <laughs> in like a, a three-hour movie, but sometimes this just happens. You feel like you don't really ever get to know these guys all that well. <laughs> Um, they're just kind of and they're kind not of treated bumbling. super great yeah yeah and i um, think anytime that vasi is like talking with them he's yelling at them <laughs> yeah 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 well and they do i think they one thing i uh i think really got to give hats off to the film they do a great job of costuming and makeup being very different for vasi and chiti um mm-hmm. for the yes. robot and the maker i mean to the point where it's I could see someone being kind of surprised by it being the same actor because I actually think that compositing, the kind of parent trap, twins compositing, mm-hmm. is really good. Oh, that's very almost well all done. Yeah. almost all the time. Um, yeah. And so Vasi, uh, the you know the professor, the maker, he has a little bit of this tint in his hair, kind of like Jackie did in First Strike, and he has more of this like really defined goatee, and you know he's kind of wearing a little bit more. Uh, elegant clothing or something and then the robot has this kind of greasy black hair for most of the movie mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. clean shaven yeah and it, it, it's enough to really uh, to set these guys apart i think so they he builds the robot and you know they kind of you know perfecting the robot uh he this whole time though we see that he's kind of blowing off his presumably his girlfriend or wife and that's what leads to our first song is uh them <laughs> The two of them, uh, his his girlfriend is, of course, uh, Sana, who's played by Aishwarya, and uh, they meet up, and she's all, like, ready to divorce him and stuff, because they're, like, engaged, and... Uh, and But, yeah, they then, have a little bit of, like, fun in games with this. Yeah. It's like she has, like, a contract for breaking up, and it's somewhat yeah. melodramatic, and he asks for, like, the return of all of his kisses, um, but <laughs> she's really got to mean it. And it's it's kind of... It's kind of fun. It's cute. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that leads to the first, uh, what's the name of this first song? Uh, um, the the song uh, in this scene the, is... Yeah, I think that's... Uh, Kadal Anukal. Like whenever I saw it, I was like, "Okay, yeah, it's Bollywood." Like I'm, you know, I know it's it's gonna go to this place, but the the set that it takes or the where it takes place is like 
it's nuts because I was like, gorgeous. That, yeah. I don't, I don't think that exists in India, and it does not. <laughs> yeah, it's in Brazil, um, right? It's in Brazil. Yeah. It's called. Oh, uh, cool. Oof. It's a weird. The name's kind of weird because it's Portuguese, so it's like this weird Spanish-French mixture. Mm-hmm. But I think you say it. Guamarenses mm. National Park, mm. which is in northern Brazil. And it's crazy because it's like sand dunes, but whenever it rains, there's like these lagoons that build up. So it kind of looks like a bunch of beaches like stacked on top of each other. It's crazy, but uh, it's beautiful. And they had some great weather whenever they're shooting this. I mean, yeah. I mean, this would, I could see this being like a, you know, demo for your new TV or something. It really looks. Uh, oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. I would and, love to see and this. And it opens like a, with, uh, like 1080. with Vasi, like playing this guitar or, yeah. you know, miming this. And there's, there's this, there's a really cool kind of guitar riff like that opens the song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I, I really, I really like the song. It's kind of like laid back AR Roman. Like, lyrically, it's. I don't know. It clues us into kind of how this movie will work, which is like a lot of the lyrics are about the scientific process. They're really dorky. It's like how many electrons are in your eyes yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and some, just in general, in any language, like a lot of poetry will lose something in translation. And mm-hmm. that's something that's really uh, prided in uh, Bollywood songs is that there's a rich sense of poetry, or in the best of them, you know, there's a rich sense of poetry in the lyrics. And you can tell, like, like, like you said, Marty, the subtitles that we're using for this film that are in the wide Western release aren't the best. So you, you can almost kind of get a sense that there's some kind of wordplay going on with some of the lyrics that yeah. maybe aren't making their way over through the subtitles. I, I for each of these songs, I actually picked a favorite line according to oh, the cool. version what, that what I What is it watched. for this one? For this one, it's, Oh, baby, you are the pigeon in the sky. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's my oh, favorite man. line for this it's, one. It's weird to compare Aishwarya to a pigeon, but they'll also compare her to an ostrich. Yes. Uh, in probably yeah. the best song of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like whenever, uh, again, yeah, I grew up in church a lot. It's kind of like whenever you're looking through the Psalms and like Songs of Solomon and stuff where it's like, it's kind of weird that you're comparing your lover to like a goat and stuff, but <laughs> right. like you know, I'm sure it's more meaningful in you know the native. Language. It's also about how everything. yeah how pretty it is in your language. Like it just so yeah. happens that pigeon and ostrich are kind of the uglier sounding of the fowl <laughs> in That's English. Um, <laughs> Joanna really liked this sequence, and she got a kick out of the whole pigeon stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think that. Uh, um, you know, superstar Rajni, he he shines more in this kind of s- setup. Um, some of the traditional Bollywood like synced choreographed routines, he's it's a little less in his wheelhouse, at least you know these days. And particularly when he's supposed to be this like fine-tuned robot, um, <laughs> but he's he's really I don't know. I think you get a sense of of the charm of this kind of legendary actor in this in this kind of setup here he is charming but it is funny that you know Raji is kind of pudgy and in his 60s so it's funny that this robot has like a double chin (laughs) and he's a little little pudgy and also there are a lot of times where it's like it seems like they just couldn't get a brother a towel or something like he's like kind of like (laughs) <laughs> like the robot sweating and stuff and it would have been a, it seems like it would be just like an easy touch up thing it's just I don't know they could have been behind schedule or something but 
<laughs> it's always really hot, right? Isn't it? I mean, I'm saying like yeah. no, that's a like... super good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, as I say, India can get real in the in the, in the wet season, get real sweaty. Yeah. But this yeah. video, I, I'm sure like any of the, the songs in the movie, you should be able to find this a couple times on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Maybe Probably, it'll be yeah. uh, backwards and pitched down or something. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is, yeah, you've got to see yeah. this location. It's really beautiful. So after that, we get to see uh, Vasi trying to like introduce this robot to, I, I forgot where he is in this first bit, but he's kind of, it's like a trade show or something and he's showing off this uh, you know, chitty to all the yeah. It almost seems like know. a university like presentation in like a state. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what it was either. But there's a really great subtitle thing where they're saying uh, listing off his academic background, and they say that he went to Carnegie Mellon. And the way they spell Carnegie <laughs> Mellon in the subtitle, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been, my brother-in-law works at Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> jumped out to to me they're, <laughs> nice. they are they are actually really known for their robotics program so it's like a nice little nod um yeah and uh in, in general this movie like it you can tell it has like a lot of pride in kind of the hard work of research and science and technology um and i think that does kind of that that would be maybe surprising in a western film that i don't think would maybe put as much emphasis on that. So I don't know. But I, I think that's another touches. kind of cultural touchstone that, that you think of when you think of Indian culture, you think of education and, you know, like stuff like that. So I, I thought that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, it's great. Well. I mean, I think mm-hmm. in general, like the, like a lot of Indian films, like the aspiration is like, okay, we have a, here's a character that y- you should wish to grow up to be, you know, this is a very, a strong and secure job or i think a lot of hollywood films it's like they want us to be rogues or like dropouts or yeah like reckless mm-hmm. heroes and stuff um yeah so it's yeah i don't know i kind of like the change of pace but yeah chitty really is the star of this uh, presentation and after uh the presentation sana's really impressed with him so it's almost like you know all of her frustration with Basi, you know, he he's justified in it because she really can't get enough of him after the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that's where we we maybe have met him earlier, but the character of Professor Bora, who is like yeah. had been a mentor to Vasi. Uh and I really love this actor, uh, Danny uh mm-hmm. Denzong Den uh what's his name? Yeah, it's Denzongpa. Denzongpa. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah, there you go. Denzongpa. And, um, yeah, I really liked him. He's he's a he's a great like kind of villainous like like kind of you know villainous but not like mwahaha evil kind of yeah totally. And if he looks him. familiar to anyone, uh, he did actually have a role in the Seven Years in Tibet. Um, and actually, he's from an an area near kind of in the Tibetan uh, region. Because um, I was gonna say he didn't look like I know it sounds bad. India is a big place. No, no, he, didn't he has look yeah, he Indian, has more of like an like East more, Asian sort of yeah, look. yeah, looked more yeah. like East Asian, like someone from like like he looked like he could have been on one of the Hong Kong movies or something. And I think so. if I'm not mistaken, I think he had historically been cast for like in that kind of way in a lot of uh, Indian films oh. um, to be able to kind of almost play um, kind of someone from further out east. Gotcha. But yeah, we get to see him, and he's he's at the same university, and sees Chidi and is really like impressed by him, and we, we get to see him at his lab, 
with his really like, his like <laughs> off-brand T1000s. Yeah, totally. He has running evil around. Terminate. And he's like trying to give them basic orders and they're all like flopping all over the right. ground. He's like strafing to the side and he's supposed to be walking forward and stuff. Ugh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And we also get to see that uh, after that we see that Chitty and Sana or Riley Sana almost looks like she's like almost falling for Chitty in a weird kind of way. Where <laughs> um, like she's saying like all this incredible stuff that he does and he like there's you know these ruffians nearby that are like playing their loud music and he goes over and you know screws with them and there's a bunch of gags with him like attracting metal and which becomes really important later right and he like attracts i like whenever he attracts all the metal and he looks like some kind of god and, and all the people around him start like bowing yeah he'll stuff. take like oh, yeah. the form of like lakshmi or something and um yes i, I don't know those things are kind of neat yeah Dude, when he's going over to those hooligans that are playing their music too loud, and it's some weird, it sounds like cheap surf library music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like. <laughs> oh, man. We could do something here, right? It's just. Um, <laughs> I mean, and I, I like the actors that are playing these thugs and they come back in a few minutes, but yeah, it's weird. And then, so it, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, Chiti is using like his infrared to control their stereo receiver, but I will mm-hmm. say there are a few moments in the movie with the sound design where they're playing these like really high frequencies and boy, it was like, it was like, yeah, it's kind of hard to listen to. Um, yeah, all their like equipment explodes, but you almost feel like your equipment's going to explode listening to that scene. It makes you appreciate <sighs> every time there's like an explosion in a Hollywood movie and they have that tinnitus ringing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're actually like taming that, like that it could be worse. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that <laughs> sequence where, um, he he's out in town with Sana and he does oh, that magnetic great. pull. Like that's really kind of like the first kind of fight, yeah, if, taste of yeah, yeah fight kind of action. Yeah. And I think that it's really well done. Uh, the the whole gag, like you said, about him attracting the all the metal, and then he like appears like a god. That's such a cool like thing to me. I love how everyone reacts because they're like, there's some kind of worship festival going on. And that's one of the reasons why the music was being played so loud. So like you see all of the people out in town, once he looks like that, they're all like, Oh my God. And they're like, kind of like praising. And then he just drops. And then he drops all the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So what he ends up doing is one of the thugs is kind of approaching him. And in order to incapacitate him, he like, unzips his pants and pulls his pants off yeah this is <laughs> this is definitely gift moment one, one of the most yeah. giftable moments it's so of good one of one of many giftable yeah. moments right, in this right. movie <laughs> yeah that's that's awesome yeah i would say this <laughs> yeah. um like chiti as sana's bodyguard is maybe the most entertaining kind of stretch of the movie mm-hmm. um, and it does a good job of endearing you to him because totally. he's kind of this cold like robot and he doesn't understand a lot of things about human emotion and stuff and yeah Sana wants to kind of use him to cheat on her exam, and uh, that's right. And I basically, about that just bit. does. Yeah, he just uh, is like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna do it. But also, when he gets caught, he totally gives her up because he has no, uh, you know. Yeah, he's not. He's he's hasn't been taught. Oh, you don't snitch. Yep. Like he's just right. like, oh yeah, she told me to cheat, so I did. That's her officers. That's the woman who programmed me for evil. <laughs> but he does end up. Uh, 
helping her even after like she gets caught mm. and it's kind of creepy he's like sticking his face through a porthole in the that's right the roof and yeah. he's like beaming the information down up to her from mm. above <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah she's so, like this medical student and it's really most of the exam is focused on diff- uh, basically what can kind of go wrong during a pregnancy which is mm-hmm. ends up being kind of cool foreshadowing uh, yeah yeah happens later yeah so now they're making their way back onto the train and um, all the thugs show up. And this time they're armed with like non-metal weaponry. Yeah, like bricks really funny. and logs like and stuff. Flintstones hammer, like a stick <laughs> with a rock <laughs> tied to right. it. <laughs> yeah. And we we actually like get like a legit fight sequence in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where this if great. you were trying to argue if Yu Ping was involved, this would be your... <laughs> your best uh, argument and i mean it is goofy but i actually really like this scene in a lot of ways like yeah this um, is really cool him fighting multiple assailants totally hong kong action style but they oh yeah really give it to you where he's a robot so but the sound effects for him punching is like this kind of almost like an aluminum bat sound effect yeah and you kind of feel like every hit where he's making all these dudes fly in every direction it's it's awesome. I really like yeah, it. We should mm-hmm. mention the the choreographer is a guy named uh, Peter Hine who um, does basically action in a lot of uh, Indian films. Oh, very cool, very cool. There's also some, yeah. some really bad compositing in this uh, scene where <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. Chitty he's like riding along the rails of a train and then a, a, and a train comes at him in the opposite direction so he kind of does a flip and he's running along the train and it looks mm. so ridiculous so it's it it, it kind of like you were saying it kind of reminded me of kung fu hustle yeah with some of like the running in that where it's like that's so like i know you're going for like a looney tunes almost thing but it just looks so cheesy yeah yeah so he'll he uh, like bursts back in because he flew out to get uh sana's purse because one of the thugs threw out the purse yeah yeah and yeah. then when he flies back in he just explodes into a fight and he's mm-hmm. like actually he's doing some kind of similar kicks like you would see tony Ja do like these kind of muay thai yeah. i totally like, thought like oh that looks like like some ongbok kind of stuff yeah in some a way. like front flip like some, kicks mm-hmm yeah, yeah definitely and, some mix of like a masala of martial arts yeah um, perfect yeah. i love that <laughs> there <laughs> and, you go. and uh yeah there's a moment where he grabs a staff from someone and that whole yeah, sequence too sequence. like it's yeah. it's really fun to see so anybody that really enjoys the movies that we cover would get uh something out of this sequence for sure yeah for sure mm-hmm. and and whether it's like face replacement or like a might even be like a prosthetic mask at, mm-hmm. at times or something. Uh, or who knows, maybe just the sunglasses and the hair is enough to kind of sell the stunt double in some of those shots. But yeah, yeah. whoever whoever the performers are here, really, yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And we get to find out, like, I guess if Chitty had a weakness, it would be that he runs on a battery. So in the yeah, middle of yeah. this sequence, he, you can see that his battery is starting to run low. And yeah. the bad guys are able to take advantage of that and toss him out of the train. It and looks... then he finds like a finds like a, a box that he just rips open with <laughs> yeah. his battery, <laughs> yeah. charges himself up and then runs along the side of the train to get back to it. Yeah, and as he running... runs along the side, it's almost like. I don't know. I feel like that's not how gravity works. Yeah, you can buy like the Jamiroquai, like I'm on the side of the room thing, (laughs) or maybe as like magnetic. But then the way he has to like jump as though 
gravity can work that direction too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I guess it's the magnets, but it's still yeah. it's still kind of. That is kind of the fun thing about this movie is like, I think it might be a tone if, if that people aren't expecting like coming from the West because. On the one hand, it seems like it cares about some of the scientific and te- technology details a little bit more than you'd expect, but then it will also just throw physics completely out the window, Yeah, you know, to serve a particular beat or something. Um, it's for entertainment. And that's, yeah, exactly. that's, you know, this movie's a lot of that. And the other thing that we should say, too, is that a lot of the performances are like, you know, there's no everything's really earnest They're broad you yeah. know well yeah you know yeah. like everybody's kind of there's no sarcasm there's no like you know it's it's all very that's pure a good point. yeah you know so very like, genuine yeah it serves the movie well like you see sana you know she has these very exaggerated reactions to what's happening in different sequences and at first you're like oh this is kind of funny but as the movie goes on you kind of like like you said marty you kind of just are all in with it like you kind of if you let yourself enjoy the movie, you're going to really enjoy the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chitty ends up flying back after he supercharges himself. And he totally goes mm-hmm. fist of the North Star and he just punches the crap out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, kind of. It's so good. He's just throwing punches left and right. And everyone's going flying. You see all of the like windows getting busted out and chairs on the, sub- on the train are just getting knocked back. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's my favorite like little short yeah. sequence of the film. And then this leads directly into the next little uh, musical number, kind of. Boom, boom, robo da, robo da, robo da, zoom, zoom, robo da, robo da, robo da. And this one's all, it's it's just a big montage. It's not as much a music video as it is kind of just a montage of Chitty like doing all these kind of crazy things. Like Sana, I guess, volunteers or works at like a, not like a women's shelter, but it's kind of like it's that. It sort does of kind of like seem that. like that. Yeah, where it seems like there are other medical students and it's like, yeah, it, it is like a no guys allowed place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does like, gives them all like makeovers and there's like a fashion show and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, in drag for the for the show yeah whenever he's yeah. in drag for a little bit you know silly it's just it's a really silly like little montage and i just i thought it was funny yeah it's called boom um, boom robot and you just say and i, yeah. I love the the music's really goofy and, and you, stuff. Hear, like, you hear you got in and out of my head a couple times. of times yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. my favorite line is boom boom robot zoom zoom robot <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> got it so, uh, and now the next, the next kind of big scene with this is Professor Bora kind of tries to, I guess, kneecap Vasi's attempts to get the Indian army to use yeah. uh, robots like Chitty by saying that, like, uh, he specifically calls out that he doesn't follow Asimov's rules for uh, robot mm-hmm. law, or laws of robotics. That's the one. Right. So it's like the whole, you know, don't harm humans or... Like, what do you guys think of this sequence? I'm just that, like, so. I just felt like, yeah, Professor Bora is right. Like, what's wrong with Vasi? Yeah, there? yeah, it's interesting how Bora is because, yeah, if you really analyze his reasoning, he is sound in in the things that he's doing. But he is also a villain because he has his own like kind of evil motivations behind it all. Mm-hmm. But all the sure, things sure. that he does, like to kind of counter Vasi, are kind of right. He like. It, it mm-hmm. almost seems like he understands the path that Chitty would go down if 
he were allowed to continue like you know under Vasi's path because like he you almost get a sense that you know he knows that Chitty doesn't have emotion and that if Chitty did have emotion it would end up being bad for everyone mm-hmm. and uh but at the same time Bora's just a hater because he can't get his <laughs> his robots right. to work right but, but yeah the demo is so easy they're like oh it's almost like they want the audience to feel like he was being unfair and giving mm-hmm. Chitty too many complicated instructions. But it's like, no, nah, it seems pretty reasonable yeah. if you're asking him to be in the army, like, and he could easily kill like a friend. You yep. know, I, I also it's... really liked the, the whole like during the sequence where he says to do stuff and then he'll say to do it in reverse, and they literally just reverse, <laughs> yeah, they the, just film. reverse the footage. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. But this is like kind I, I of do a like moment. That little, I like the moment where at the end he asks him. It, I almost got a Zoolander kill the prime minister vibe. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was totally like, thinking that too. <laughs> he's like a kill Vasi, and um, and he stops just just short of it. But actually, yeah. his blade yeah. has like pierced him slightly, and just that drop of blood. I don't know. I thought that was really something yeah, about cool. the filmmaking there. Really just short of relaxed playing, but yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, and so after that, the the next big scene is they're they're like driving home and Vasi's all mad, but then they see a big fire at a like a apartment, and Chitty like literally dives jumps into the rescue, and as he's diving through the fire, like his skin all comes off and everything, so he's just this yeah. robot again. Like, oh, he looks like a, a looks like bicentennial man kind of. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and I definitely think that there's a bit of influence in uh, that uh, the iRobot, that the one with Will Smith, that bad movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, uh, Sonny in that film. There are some design similarities between oh, him for and sure, Chitty. For sure. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I'd say Chitty's eyes are a little creepier, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And iRobot based on a story by Isaac Asimov. Yeah, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, for more sure. connections there. So yeah, so and Chitty there, end up oh sorry. Oh, uh, that's okay. There there's a lot of uh like what we were saying before, like mix of practical and CG. But there's yeah. also some shots in this scene where there's a dude in a suit. You can tell. I love, I love when it's just a dude in a suit. Yeah, and it just it almost looks like a tokusatsu. Kind yes, of yeah, thing totally. for, yeah, for just sure. Just for a second, where you see just a guy in a suit, and then it cuts to you know the the practical robot, and yep. then it cuts to the CGI. It's fairly well done though. So yeah, it's re- it's so funny. I don't know. I love it. It's great. I love the practical chitty that they use to show kind of expression on his face it's so funny like yeah it's really good yeah he's doing this thing where he like kind of magnetizes to a spot in a distance and just kind of like zoom oh zoom zoom robots all the way over he he does zoom zoom robot (laughs) (laughs) it almost it almost feels like spider-man yeah way like the like the toby mcguire spider-man well yeah because there's that scene too where toby's going into the burning into the fire yeah and uh you know a lot of you know people's complaints about that film and i actually i mean i don't i don't want to start any fights but black panther (laughs) like there are some sequences where it's literally just like a cg like humanoid figure flipping around yeah yeah, i mean in infinity war that's like yeah an hour all later. right sorry all right okay all right. now we'll i'll, right, I'll right. close this, I'll this close is already we're okay. already going long so <laughs> yeah um. but there's a kind of a, a an important like kind of segment where i could see culturally like 
uh, Western audience would be this, like this. Did, this did not land for me. I mean, I know I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not of Indian heritage of myself, and maybe I have like a, I don't know, a fair amount of like exposure culturally. Mm-hmm. But I really mm-hmm. think it it's true that there, you know, you wouldn't want to shame this young girl. So he yeah. saves this girl who's in the bathtub the last survivor of this fire um but she has no clothing and he basically hasn't covered her up and Mm -hmm. there's a whole crowd outside and a news crew waiting and so what they emphasize is like chi chi how could you do this she's (laughs) naked in front of all these people like there. okay yeah there is a sense of shame and the dignity that you'd want to protect with this girl but having just saved her life i really yeah, don't say, buy this but also the alternative is that she'd be dead yeah and, and then she's she's so struck by the shame and of course there are all kinds of people around at that point and even vasi like puts his coat on her yeah as um, i say vasi puts but then she runs into the street out of her shame and then is killed by a bus or truck by a or truck and that threw me off because it's pretty At shocking. first, I thought because yeah. yeah, I was, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And then the person later says that it's a suicide. I, know, I was no, like, "Was that a works. suicide?" I thought that was. I thought that was just her running away in a really yeah. unfortunate incident, not a suicide. Yeah, it's definitely Jeez. not a suicide. And then also, like Professor Bora was like watching it on TV because Vasi was kind of gloating actually. Yeah, because yeah, he's um, like, "Hey, turn like, on your oh, TV." Oh, watch the television. You know, he's saving this burning building. And Professor Boris just like laughing the moment this girl is killed. It's, it's messed up. Yeah, yeah it is messed <laughs> up. Great. Just remind you that he is the he is indeed the villain. Right, right. <laughs> but not too long afterwards, Chitty gets to kind of redeem himself by uh, helping a woman give birth because yeah. he like learned all of this stuff about giving birth from helping Santa with her exam. And he comes into the hospital and like, this is kind of silly looking like what they're trying to do is really neat, but it ends up looking silly just because of the CGI. But he basically can, he can see through the the woman who's giving birth's stomach and And yeah, the umbilical cord is like wrapped around the baby. Yeah. And so he's able to like move the baby around to, to get him positioned right. And but the but the baby is super. super yeah, it's possibly the worst so the worst CG in the movie. After actually, so one of the scenes of him scaling the burning buildings is particularly a little flimsy looking. But yeah, this mm-hmm. and then it's also broadcast to all the televisions within the hospital, and people are cheering. And it's just through like, Wi-Fi. They specifically right, say right. Wi-Fi. I, I like that. Wi-Fi. Doctor, Wi-Fi on. Ultrasound video stream. But yeah, it's like, no, we all know what a baby looks like. We know what ultrasound looks like. Like, like you can't just yeah. do that. Um, but the idea, like you say, like the idea is great. Um, I actually think you wouldn't need to go for a CG thing. Like just make a blurry ultrasound looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, like totally. Something that you could actually sell visually a little better. But uh, mm-hmm. but who knows? It could have, you know, if it's down to the wire and it's like, uh, we pretty much have committed that this has to be a CG thing and you know, what can you do? But yeah, he's Chiti comes out the hero. And for whatever reason, that's enough to turn professor Bora. Seemingly there's another weird beat, which is like Bora tells Vasi there, like in the lobby, he's like, okay, yeah, he's approved. You got it. And he's like, but be careful for what will happen next. And it's almost <laughs> as though he, he can just guarantee that now this means that, um, Sana will like start to fall in love with Chiti and they like start playing that beat immediately like she kisses <laughs> yeah. him on the cheek thanking him yeah. for 
the successful delivery basically i love whenever she kisses him on the cheek and then his like it's like yeah, it's, it's so mo. goofy it's yeah. like his eyes light up and like there's wind blowing his hair back it's right so totally <laughs> and i think this is i think the intermission's right around here if i remember it's right, right i think it's right after this next song okay. oh okay oh sure sure yeah, because um, what, what we have to, uh, I guess, explain before this is that after all of that mess with the fire and everything, Vasi uh, was determined to teach Chitty about emotions. So that's right, he's, right. He's so kind of teaching him about life, about, about death, you know, all these things about compassion. And <laughs> actually, it's pretty funny. After all of that, he ends up getting struck by lightning, like totally like Johnny Five and Short Circuit yeah, style. Yeah, <laughs> He also reads books similar to Johnny. Yeah, he totally does. He can scan through books just like Johnny Five would flip and like through pages so quickly. And um, so now, yeah, with that kiss, he's got emotions now. So he's falling in love with Sana. And whenever Sana gives him second kiss after we were talking about the, the talking mosquitoes, oh, which man. was a very... Yeah. That's a really weird scene that we could probably spend 10 minutes talking about, but we need to keep going. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we get this really another goofy music video where it's like it looks like it's going inside of him and seeing like all these like like circuit boards and stuff. And and it turns into this really weird music video where there's all these like robots and yeah. And I wrote down that the robots look kind of like, uh, right? Like they look Daft like punk they look like Daft Punk and a Cyberman. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I think like, like there's a poster from, uh, for Dr. the movie Who. that kind of has this this song on it. Um, and also, she's kind of uh, in this Sana's because uh, the whole bit is it's you know it's supposed to be Sana singing about how she's now in love with a robot. Um, but it's all, you know, it's all in, in Chitty's mind. Yeah. But Sana kind of has like a Fergie thing going on. Totally. Like that That's what I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah of a, I could see that. Kind of like a, a boom, boom, pow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also, this is kind of a, there's a little bit of attempts at some like, you know, English rapping and stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> with mixed results. Yeah, it's it's tough, and it's like not just in India, but it's like that's kind of thing that happens like European pop, uh, other pop in Central Asia, East Asia. I always feel so bad about it because it's like there's this pressure that you have to sing in this other language, right, mm. to have some kind of international appeal, but it won't ever quite be good enough for that other, you know, that other market. Yeah. Um, or like you- believable enough for something, and it's like. I don't know. I just feel bad. I wish you could just kind of like not have that added pressure. I do really like those uh, uh, suits, though. There's like a silver set, a gold set, and like a bronze set. Oh, yeah. In all of these songs, every like 30 30 seconds to a minute, they're all wearing different outfits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's so much. Yeah, like Marty was saying, too, it, it definitely seems like... I don't know if they filmed this ahead of time, but they definitely put most of the production value into the music videos. You know, like all of these, yeah, like, like huge outside special, of the CG, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. I, I mean, like you know, special sets that you only see for these 
and you know, special like costumes and everything. Like you don't ever see any of this outside of these sequences. What was your uh, What was your favorite line from this song? Oh yeah, Carlos. okay. My favorite line. This this song is called Irumbile Oru Idayam. I I believe that's how you say it. Nice. But my favorite line is in the vehicle of love. Hope the motor doesn't fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Dude, yeah. you could put that on a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so now, yeah, this part was kind of weird because it makes sense for the rest of the movie, but um, we get to see Professor Bora again. I think Professor Bora is kind of putting the cart before the horse at this bit. Yeah. Because he's like going to all these like terrorist people saying like, hey, I'm going to get German you. German know, terrorists. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. And he's like getting all this money for it. And then when they're asking for what they bought, he, he's like, oh, give me more time. It's, yeah, it's yeah. another one of those things that just, I don't, I don't know, play is kind of <laughs> funny. And he shows them like this N64 model of, of Chitty <laughs> doing all these horrible terrorist attacks, oh, which is, right. Man, yeah, which is a little jacked great. up. Yeah. It almost looks like, do you guys remember that for a while it was kind of like an internet meme? There was like that Chinese like news uh, on yes. YouTube that would have like these really I totally know what you're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. It totally looks like scenes from something like that. So yeah, so he he's Boris selling that even though he doesn't actually have them yet. And meanwhile, Vasi is like really really frustrated that he's, you know, kind of falling in love with Sana and Chidi actually blows his like military proposal by being all like poetic and stuff. Yeah, he puts like Sana. a he puts like a flower in the grenade that he's supposed to throw. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of waxes poetic. And yeah, and and a couple other moments here where it's like the military generals are throwing in some English lines and I, I'm sure it's to mm-hmm. add I don't know, to add some kind of something, but Chitty, can you spot H E thirty six hand grenade? Yes, General. Smart. Can you bomb tent number three with that? What is this? Nothing. What nonsense is this, Dr. Vasigaran? No war. Only love. Stupid sentence. No Stupid question. Waste of time. It just doesn't feel like, I don't know, like these guys really believe what they're saying. So <laughs> I don't I don't know why I'm like, I've, I almost have like too oversensitive to some of that stuff. But I just feel like, <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's worth it dropping in some of that stuff. I don't know. But the next bit, after he blows this, it's it's actually really good effects in this bit because mm-hmm. Vasi takes Chitty back to the lab and he starts like hacking him apart with like an axe. And it's the most and... sudden like transition in the entire movie, I think. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't know, if there is a pace, it's quite slow and laid back. And then suddenly Vasi, like you say, just like destroying him brutally. Mm-hmm. But the effects of him like, like, crawling on the ground with his arms gone and then he yeah. throws acid on his face and like his face is melting off and, and he's, he's just like begging underneath. to experience love or something it's really yeah. sad yeah i think yeah the the practical effects of chitty with the you know the face melting like that's really well done yeah it's yeah it's really good really good and you know kind of made me think of like uh total recall sure with sure. some of like the like the bubbling skin and stuff <laughs> i also think of short circuit too because there's that scene where johnny five totally gets his butt whooped by <laughs> yeah, the gangsters totally. and it's super that's sad cool. like that's what this is like to me too <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, I Short wonder... Circuit 2 has a really bad Indian stereotype in it. But I know. I, I'm just wondering if this is like a reclaiming of some of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But so he's, Chitty's all, you know, banged up and in pieces. 
and he gets literally thrown into a dumpster and and we see him going into a landfill and i was thinking i feel like there's probably a better way to you know like like whenever you get throw away a hard drive you're supposed to like run your magnet over oh, it and sure. stuff i feel like i feel <laughs> yeah. like you need to do something with it yeah totally um, well, they just huck him in the garbage it's so weird because we're, we're watching rewatching westworld right now and it was mm-hmm. a little tough transitioning from um, oh <laughs> how nice. those things are depicted to the, how this is depicted but yeah nice. yeah like you say you should wipe the memories of <laughs> yeah yeah and so with that Vasi and sana go on a little bit of a, a little bit of a trip and there's a little scene here where it's kind of showing how they're kind of relying on chitty to protect sana but you know they they kind of deal with it and then this is probably the most abrupt cut to music video in in the whole movie for sure for sure because all of a sudden we're in machu picchu <laughs> and we're like see a bunch of people in these big elaborate outfits all dancing around and it's funny because it's the song's called kilimanjaro yeah but yeah. they're very obviously in machu picchu which is right. not even close to kilimanjaro but i think yeah. that that might be um a, a type of language like wordplay thing actually because i was kind of doing some homework and some people were explaining it i forgot what it was but yeah even though they're saying oh Kilimanjaro, yeah like kilimanjaro actually means something it means else. something like yeah but um this is my favorite this is joanna's favorite too. yeah this is a great song there's like <laughs> extremely hooky thing that I, when you're watching the subtitles it's like talking about ostriches but yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's extremely catchy and i mean like you're saying though it, it's really abrupt getting into this song and it's almost too much to take in at, at once because it's like okay what wait what happened to the story where are we and could that really be machu picchu and it amazingly is. they actually shot on that location which is very which rare which is insane yeah. yeah they got special permission to do it i did read somewhere that uh quantum of quantum of solace a james bond film wanted to yeah. do that and they were denied wow which that's nuts yeah yeah maybe maybe they went what well, solace was a little before this right so maybe it was sure maybe it was around it's pretty close at the same time actually so i was i could see either they softened after that or maybe after this they were like eh, maybe not yeah but the song was a pretty big was a pretty big hit when it uh when it came out and yeah, supposedly like held number one spot in a few of the charts for for a few weeks actually. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. And like that first song, like the weather while they're filming this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect blue amazing. sky. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's like I feel like some of the shots of this could be like you know visit visit Peru kind of you know <laughs> sure uh, tourist shots yeah or tourist ads yeah really really cool Joanna really liked the and that was my favorite line I'm your ostrich is the line she really liked how <laughs> so sexy she really no, liked yeah, how sexy the delivery really. is for that line <laughs> yeah oh man he's so he's so cool and um I mean Superstar Rajni looks awesome in this in this stuff. And obviously, so does Aishwarya. Yeah, really, really great song. And the, uh, oh yeah, the the playback singers on this one are Javed Ali and uh, Chinmay. Mm. And I think they actually also sang on the the Hindi and Telugu versions. Uh, yeah, oh, wow. looks like they did. Cool. So, yeah, really great. Very cool. And then the movie Whiplashes back <laughs> into <laughs> yeah. uh, into India, and we see Professor Bora 
digging up Chitty in the landfill, you know, kind of setting the scene for the rest of the movie. So, oh, yeah. yeah, there's a a scene with Chitty in Bora's lab, and he's all basically all dismantled and everything. And this is all completely practical, and he's kind of um, begging Bora to help him because he wants to mm-hmm. get Sana back. Like, he he loves her, and he'll do anything, you know. So uh, that practical effect is really nice. It's like kind of oh, some yeah, puppeteering yeah. for this. Yeah, it's I, I think that's one of my favorite shots uh special effects shots in the whole movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love all of the all the practice you know, we've said many times before i love i love dudes in suits and i love <laughs> big dumb puppets yep. so <laughs> it's great to see all of those in this yeah so um uh, bora ends up uh repairing chitty and he adds his own little flavor to him so he gives him this evil chip that it's basically he gives them yeah, the evil red. chip yeah. it's red it's... of course <laughs> <laughs> so he says something yeah. like you know vasi gave chitty the you know the goodness of a hundred men or the power to protect a hundred men so i'm gonna give him the destructive power he's gonna be a demon yeah right it's pretty cool and is that the moment when he gets the streak of White yeah he gets this hair? skunk yeah. this skunky streak and he's wearing like yeah. a leather suit and sunglasses now it's awesome, and he and he gets the lightning uh, sideburns that we all wanted. <laughs> yeah, thirty yeah. years ago. It kind yeah. of you say about the 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 card with like the evil of a thousand men or hundred men or whatever it is. It kind of makes me think of the wear car from Futurama, oh. <laughs> where it's like um, yeah. the original wear car is like all of the most evil things put together. Yeah. Like, but we didn't realize that it was pure evil. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. <laughs> Yes, I mean, basically, there isn't a traditional act structure to this movie, but we're into the final act kind of from here on out with uh, Evil Chitty. And And this is, whenever I saw him going into this, I was like, okay, this is where all the crazy stuff I saw in those videos (laughs) from years ago. Yeah. He has all his full outfit. Yeah, because Chitty shows up at Vasi and Sana's wedding, and he crashes the party, and he kidnaps Sana, and you get this kind of ridiculous car chase scene <laughs> this car chase is again lots of lots of kind of silly looking practical effects with like him i love the one where he like crashes through the truck and lands on the guy and like slides on right. the ground with him oh that's my favorite yeah that one's really good oh, that's a good I, one i've also that's good. i don't know if i've ever seen wire work done for vehicles <laughs> Like, like it happens in this movie there's a lot of like aerial like car acrobatics uh, with chitty's like around mercedes benz yeah the car's like spinning in midair and landing on like uh, uh like a semi-trailer it's super weird looking and um a bunch of weird stuff with motorcycles he like pushes he like levitates a motorcycle and pushes it through a bus <laughs> It's really weird. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but yeah, then and you kind of get this. I love the music yeah. in the background. The, the... <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, man. Yo, you get the cool standoff song. between Chitty and the police officers where he magnetizes all of their guns and he yeah. grabs them all at once and kind of has this kind of rainbow of machine guns. And that's when he says, like, what is it? Happy Duvali? Happy Diwali, folks. <laughs> that what it's called? Because <laughs> in yeah, in Diwali, you'd have like a um, a lot of like lanterns and candles and lights, and then even fireworks. So it's like you know, like known as the festival of lights. So yeah, it, it's 
it's a cool i would say it's like it's almost like a arnie level uh oh yeah like one line oh yeah it's this gr- whole it's last great. bit's very yeah. terminator-y and especially in like the very next scene after that he like part of his right eye gets shot out mm-hmm. and he's literally looking at himself in the mirror with the red eye sticking out yeah. it's exactly the same shot as terminator one. Oh, and then and then he says now that he has Sana, he's trying to like basically create like the ultimate life for for her, and he goes to a mall and like yeah. buys all of this jewelry. Yes, and probably my favorite line oh, in the entire is, movie yes. Yes. is "Sir, cash, check, credit card, gun." Yeah, oh man, <laughs> yeah, oh. it's really good. I was so sad that I didn't see any video clips of just that. So I am definitely going to make one and, and we'll post it on the Twitter. So. Yes. Yeah, that'll be great. Oh. Awesome. So now Chitty also gets all of uh, Bora's other robots. Or uh, he, he kills Bora at this point, right? Right. Because. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they do a cool time thing in the movie where you you kind of come across his his dead body that's and right. then they're watching the security footage um and then you basically just cut to movie making when um yeah when they go to the security yeah. footage but yeah he really just he like basically claps his hands on his head and oh that's it. right yeah. that's rough pretty brutal yeah, it's really rough and what's even weirder is he doesn't clap doesn't he clap it like behind his back too or am i thinking of a different bit that's from the train sequence okay that's from that's okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, of, that's shots hilarious. different goofy bit but yeah but yeah he smacks in between his his head between his hands it's pretty it's pretty rough yeah smooth yeah. and kind of surprisingly gory mm-hmm. like there's not it's not too gory in the rest of this movie right Right. But he the reason that he kills him is because Chitty's making a a bunch of other Chitties with the the kind of incomplete robots we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what leads into the the probably the goofiest bits from the movie that we're gonna see in just <laughs> right, a bit. Right. Where there's all of the different Chitties, there's you know, hundreds all throughout this like evil lair where he has all the stuff that he stole from the from the mall and Yeah. Um, He's, and all the chitties are like guarding it and yeah. yeah it's it's great he's basically keeping sana hostage now mm-hmm. right and yeah it's clear that he's kind of become the the villain of the villain of the movie now i mean which I is really could, yeah. yeah it's interesting too because really you develop this kind of emotional attachment to chitty as you see him grow yeah. you know and learn and stuff like this and then they just kind of flip it on you and make him uh you know evil yeah. for this last bit of the mm-hmm. film and then so to enter into the the kind of finale, um, Vasi actually decides to finally like, you know, shave his beard, uh, cut his hair and, you know, make that skunk lightning bolt line so he can kind of try to blend in. <laughs> uh, and they have a weird piece of technology, this thing that goes on his button that somehow would make yeah, it makes it look his like skeleton, he's a robot. Not like a skeleton and sure, sure. Um, and speaking of speaking of total recall, this reminded me of that too, where yeah. he's like walking through the X ray thing. X-ray. And, yep. and it, you, at first you see his his bones like a skeleton, and then you see the like the metal outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which that feels like that felt like a little bit of a cop out, but whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost like it would have been fine not even having that scanned. I, I wouldn't have questioned them not. Like if the Chitis didn't scan him, it's like, oh sure, yeah, he could just walk right in. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, it was, 
kind of unneeded. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a little bit of like cat and mouse stuff. He he's able to turn off the main evil Chiti and and yeah, basically kind of form um some kind of some kind of plan with Sana and yeah, things get kind of chaotic. Yeah, so yeah. Sana basically says to Chitty that, you know, she's in love with him and that she's willing to be with him now and um that triggers the next song. The the, yeah. the final music video. Yeah, it's the yeah. final one. It's called Arima Arima. Yeah, there's like hundreds of chitis in this, and there's hundreds, yeah. actually hundreds of sanas towards the end of it as well. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Which is, it's a funny, I mean, it is, you know, it's another, you know, kind of fantasy sequence music video, but it almost feels like, like, it almost feels like it could have been a real life thing because of all, like, like the chitties do know how to dance, as mm-hmm. we've seen earlier in the right, movie. Right. And I feel like you almost could have seen it just being like, oh, hey, Santa, I'm just going to do a choreographed dance for you right now. Yeah. It's definitely the smoothest uh, like way into a song so far. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it does It does kind of fit the best. Although it's tough. Know, I think it's tough having a song in this part of a movie, like in any sort of movie musical. And the standard... Yeah, even musical yeah. musicals kind of have a hard time having yeah, songs really, in the last act really besides the finale. The act. And if, it, you know, growing up in any Disney films, there's rarely ever a song oh, yeah. in the final act. Um, oh, that's a yeah, good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. You're right. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. But um but yeah this, this movie is, it, this it makes its own rules, man. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> does. Like I'm not sure how how many acts there would be, but more than three for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's this whole uh thing where there are these like robot lions that are in the musical number. Yeah. And <laughs> I read a thing that I thought was really funny that uh they said that filming this was like the most difficult to do of all the different sequences and I guess it was just kind of visualizing like how all of this would go together and one of the things they said was that the technology they used to do those lines was a secret which I thought was I read that hilarious too. like what is that all about it looks like it's this- a secret <laughs> it it looks like a guy yeah. like just in a suit like a like a horse and exactly the back, like walking around that's exactly, that's exactly what, what it looks, looks like. like to me <laughs> It's a secret. <laughs> well, we probably shouldn't. Yeah, we probably shouldn't spoil the secret here on our. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, it may or may not be like a donkey costume style. It, yeah, dude, it is. It totally is. There's a really funny sequence too, where Sana is like getting attacked by some soldiers, and Chitty like zooms in and like uses like a lightsaber to destroy them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, what was your favorite line from? Um, from My favorite yeah. line for this song is "I'm silicon-shaped lion, which attacks your heart." Oh, man, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> oh I, I said also that right. There's about. Uh, one of my favorite. <laughs> right. One of my favorite lines of Chiti with like a weird English line was a little bit earlier when he was trying to pressure Aishwarya's character into being impregnated by him and he's being really oh, forced yeah. on. He's like, I will put my sperm into you. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, but then, it's really weird. And then all of a sudden he starts saying, speaking in English and he says, Come, let's enjoy now itself. Give a beautiful kiss to your great king, baby. <laughs> oh, um, man. Let's enjoy now itself indeed. So, 
the the plan seems to be to get all of the chitties to run out of their battery because at the very end of this musical number we see that the i guess chitty prime is is like running low on battery <laughs> chitty prime. Uh, because because all of the i don't what would you call them? yeah um, <laughs> the first chitty yeah i love it um, and the um I, i'm not i can't remember who it is but he gets like the the military something to basically shut off all of the power yeah in in the city and like surrounding area and so all the chitties are it, there's a great shot of all the chitties like stumbling around and falling over yeah. and, and everything but they eventually like it, just snatch people's cars and start charging themselves up uh on that yeah it's um, pretty bonk i mean it's pretty bonkers from here to the end of the oh to yeah. the end of the movie that's when all the stuff that i'd seen in those videos happens um all the chitties charge themselves back up and Chitty Prime figures out that the one of the one of the people is an impersonator is actually Vasi in a like pretending to be Chitty because they see blood on the ground right. in her room, mm-hmm. which and you know the first thing I was type, uh, that's yeah. right I was gonna say at first I was thinking well couldn't have been Sana's but he does like the DNA mm-hmm. stuff yeah and then he's like and, who is that black sheep um, yeah yeah <laughs> black yeah. sheep that's yeah that's line, really funny. You know? And so there's lots of great bits of of Vasi like trying to hide and like trying to blend in with all the other uh, chitties. But eventually, the way they figure it out is he says, "All right, spin all your heads around." That's so everyone's heads yeah. just start spinning around. Really good. Except except for Vasi's. You gotta hand it to Vasi. He just stands there, con- like proudly. He didn't yeah. try to hide or sneak away or anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then Chitty pride to see us. and then there's a i actually really like this scene where he's sticking his like finger gun yeah in his mouth and he's like do i shoot out your your brain which you know thought of making me or do i shoot at your heart which sana still yeah. loves it's like mm-hmm. oh wow that was yeah kind of powerful <laughs> so that's risingly deep for this scene full of yeah. hundreds of identical robots standing next to right. each other. That's what I love about this movie because it's it'll juxt- mm-hmm. juxtapose these things. So it's crazy. Like, okay, I actually feel an emotion right now, but it's ridiculous yeah. at the same time. <laughs> well, there's a moment at the end where Chiti is commenting on the red chip, the evil chip. And he's like, you know, yeah. we we may each have red a red chip in us you know, like the <laughs> jealousy anger aggression surely and... man is the true monster <laughs> it's really <laughs> the yeah, real, exactly. real yeah. one of those moments um, and and definitely this shot of all the the chitties like standing in, in unison like that that's definitely what i want to use as inspiration for the artwork i have some pretty good ideas oh yeah, oh, cool. yeah. Oh, cool. yeah i guess it's gonna be you awesome. listening already know what yeah. it looks oh, like oh yeah but i guess I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's gonna be great <laughs> we can probably kind of skate through the the rest of this a little yeah because the rest of the movie is so visual and like i'm yeah. probably gonna make a good five to ten gifts of of <laughs> this will, last yeah bit. that will tell the story better than because the way that the, the way that the um that they get out of this is the military comes in or the police comes in and um start like flashing a bunch of lights to try to confuse the chitties and that's whenever the chitties form into like a ball and a ball with guns sticking out and start shooting yeah. at them and 
and it just gets even crazier. They tune out like a cobra at one point and yeah. then just a big dude. <laughs> and one of my favorite bits is whenever they turn into just like a you know, basically a giant robot of yeah. made of, of smaller robots. <laughs> and he leans on the skyscraper. That's cool. um that's a pretty good bit. And whenever he does the thumbs up, which is just <laughs> moving one of the chitties up, and then that chitty turns around and gives a thumbs up. It doesn't I look almost like thought a thumbs it was the up. finger. I, I, I think he's giving, giving the finger. The finger. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude, watch it. It's great. <laughs> well, either way, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. It's like he gives um, the finger with a chitty, and then the little chitty gives his own finger. the little chitty gives yeah. his own finger. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. But this whole bit is just, it's just nuts. It's visual insanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, it really is. And yeah. it really, I don't know, it makes you wonder how they will top this in the sequel. Which yeah, that's crazy. comes out later this year, yeah. 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 So the so the way that it ends is they they get there they they're finally able to get the he does like a virus on them or something they gets them to shut down he takes out the you know the the, the, the chip. chip that programs yeah. them for evil yeah um and <laughs> they essentially say that they won't punish the um, Vasi if Chitty is is dismantled right and it's a whole that's whenever he's waxing Poek and being you know like you know. Ch- Surely all of us have evil in us. It's right. very like almost Twilight Zone-y kind of. Yeah. Like and man the, was the, the real f- monster. Right. The effect is mostly good for the first few limbs, but then by mm-hmm. the end, it's it's almost like they didn't have his body quite low enough. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. it should have been yeah. cut off right at the hips and then you could kind of... But it's still, I don't know, it's cool seeing these practical effects. And I like the idea that like limb by limb, he's kind of destroying himself and giving mm-hmm. like a piece of advice kind of with each piece of his body. It, I don't know. I thought yeah. That was, yeah. That was kind of for me. bookends his relationship with all the main characters of the film. It's just yeah. pretty sweet. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, it's a pretty good ending. Mm-hmm. And we get to, it cuts to the far off year of 2030, which is shockingly close to, to now. <laughs> oh man, um, crazy. Um, where he's in a, I like that he's like dismantled in a museum, but he's still active and like screws with the kids that, that are there on like a tour. I just think, it, I don't know, it's always a funny little, yeah. Yeah, totally. little bit. It's great. You um, almost like, yeah, there's a little girl and she, and he says something to her and you almost want the kind of ding, wink, like sound effect yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at it again. Yep, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, he will be at it again because uh, that's the end of this movie. But they're making a kind of spiritual sequel, not exactly a, a literal sequel, called 2.0 that is supposed to be coming out this year with the um, same director, same actors. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that'll be that'll be super interesting. I don't think Aishwarya Rai is back. Um, mm. But yeah, we still have uh, Superstar Ranjni and uh, yeah. A.R. A- Rahman will be back. So yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it'll be pretty exciting. It's, it's going to be interesting, and that might be that very well may be an episode in the future. So yeah. I mean, if there, if I can see if it's, it, if it's theater, half as crazy, yeah, yeah. I, my wife and I are definitely going to go see 2.0. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to do that too. I'll be in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I don't. Cali probably like the music. I don't know. I haven't. I didn't. This was one that I was like, eh, maybe Cali will stick out of this one. <laughs> um, I could see that going either way. You know, Joanna I was, was watching a couple of the videos and seeing like, um, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I totally. Good way to gauge videos. interest and stuff. Mm-hmm. Joanna was really invested in this. I actually was having a really good time watching the movie mm-hmm. and talking about it. Like we ended up liking the film a lot. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know. Like, yeah, this was this was great, dude. I I know okay. it's like something like totally off to the side from what we normally do, but I had a blast watching this movie. Oh yeah, this was a ton of fun. Yeah. It, yeah, it's definitely. I'm definitely interested to see other Bollywood movies after seeing this because you know, see more. I was about to say more grounded. I guess. Yeah. A little. You, you know, know, a movie that, that I'd, I'd really recommend but, but. that I think is just I think a beautifully made film and really one of the great set of songs uh, ever. At least for for me personally, it's a movie called uh, Lagan, starring Amir Khan. Uh, it was on Netflix at least a month or two ago. Not not really anything on the action front. It's a semi-historical, you know, musical drama, basically about the first Indian team learning cricket. Oh, and neat. having to basically play this these British cricketers like the colonizers. Otherwise, they'll be kind of taxed out of their livelihood from their village. Anyways, um, yeah, probably A. R. Rahman's best best work. Uh, Amir Khan's an amazing actor. Really mm-hmm. good, really good movie. So I would totally recommend. That's cool. Recommend that. Kind of sounds like a, like a, well, I guess like a baseball movie, but it's it's cricket with Indian people. Yeah, totally. It might be helpful having like a little bit of background on the game of uh, cricket. But yeah, really, really terrific movie. And actually, uh, Amir Khan, he's just an outstanding actor. He was also in a movie several years ago um, about uh, girls wrestling in this small village in India called Dango. That's another really good movie. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it it can really range. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's thousands of Bollywood movies that come out. It feels like every year. (laughs) So, and there was that uh, Kung Fu yoga, which I heard wasn't very good. I haven't seen it myself. We started watching it and it didn't seem super great um (laughs) but yeah we should finish it at least because actually i think stanley tong directed that Um, oh oh neat yeah and that has has a couple of bollywood uh, stars in it also so well obviously there's all kinds of gifable moments in this but what would you guys say is the most gifable moment for you Mm. guys for for me the the big one is of course that him him pantsing the guy with the magnets because that's just that I feel like of all the things that happen, that's a great like out of context. Just wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> I think for me, there's a little shot at the beginning of the film when they're putting together Chitti, and um, one of the assistants is like reacting to Chitti, and there's a practical effect Chick Chitti with his eyebrows wiggling around. <laughs> his eyebrows are like wiggling, and then it's a like a cut to the. The assistant's reaction to that, I like. I thought that was really funny, and I think that would That's really good, good to see looped in a GIF. Oh yeah, sure, I no. can see that. I can <laughs> How about you, Marty? You know, uh, there's a final uh, courtroom scene uh, before they. It's decided that uh, Chiti has to dismantle himself, and there's a mm-hmm. moment where Vasi like looks over to Chiti, and like the camera like pulls focus. And then it cuts to this shot of Chiti holding up this thumbs up. I don't know why. I just oh, love yeah. it. I, <laughs> I love that. That's a good it's one. It's just a beautiful thumbs up. So that'd be a great gift. Yeah. Thumbs up gifts are always great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy the movie. And I'd say it's uh, available for rent on Amazon. So if you want to check it out, you could get it there. Yep. Um, again, it is three hours. So, you know, you just got to be prepared for that. But it's it is it goes at a clip. It doesn't 
you know, there's only a few parts that drag and they don't last too long. So, And I also think that this would be a really fun movie. Like if you're having a party or a get together to yeah, just have start it on playing. in the background. And it like it definitely would be uh, something that would spur conversation and be very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah you totally. can kind of fade in and out and you won't miss too much. Because at the end of the day, it isn't a super complex mm-hmm. story. It is just kind of a love triangle. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the points of the triangle is a robot. Yeah. Right, right. That's my kind of love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for checking out the show. If you want to find more about us, you can follow us on Twitter at Here's the Number Three Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Here's Three Podcast. Uh, if you could leave a review for the show on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast, please do that. That helps us out a ton. So uh, next week, we're going to be getting back into our, our normal Kung Fu routine. So Marty, what is our, uh, what's our training for next week? Yeah, so this will be really exciting. We're going to do an arc of films um, featuring work by the legendary Lau Garlong um, as a director and choreographer. We'll start with a true kung fu chop sake classic, uh, Executioners from Shaolin, uh, 1977 Shaw Brothers film. This is available on uh, Amazon Prime, and I I think you can get it maybe you might be able to rent it on YouTube and iTunes as well. Cool. Um, and there was a dragon dynasty DVD that you might be able to pick up on eBay or something. So yeah, really looking forward to this. This is kind of in the bullseye of almost like the stereotypical Kung Fu film. Uh, and we'll introduce to the podcast, the kind of historical figure of Pai Mei, uh, who you might recognize from the Kill Bill films uh, played yeah. by Gordon, played by Gordon Liu, who will also make uh, an appearance in this movie. Cool. Well, until next week, where we're taking a look at Executioners from Shaolin, I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Remember your training. Indeed, on. <laughs> <laughs>